Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. It's your favorite uncensored couple. I'm your boy Chase. And I'm Nicole. We're the Saunders. <laughs> if the title of the show didn't tell you that. Um, so for anyone that is well, I I just give it to you y'all decide because i can't just say anybody that lives in chicago knows this because some of y'all are clearly not aware um but the gun used in jay herbo's murder has been tied to u.s soldiers trafficking weapons um there's a trio of soldiers at fort campbell in kentucky um that are under investigation for trafficking weapons. So there's a 40 caliber Glock that was used in the murder of Gregory Jackson at Studio 19 Barbershop on State um, January of this year. Um, Chicago Sun-Times also previously reported that the Fort Campbell soldiers are accused of selling at least two other weapons used in Chicago shootings uh, one of the guns was equipped with a laser sight, um, which is, that's all your lane, the technicalities of these guns. But basically, um, we know that the, for a while, that the guns that these gang members, whatever you want to call them, have gotten their hands on aren't anything that you can just go into a, a gun shop and pick up like these are military grade weapons that have been used in a lot Not of killings there actually are guns you can go to a gun shop and pick up not all like not all of the equipment you said this so go ahead go ahead no and... but that's because i didn't realize gun shops was actually selling military style assault rifles now, you can't go into a gun shop and buy an AK. So these motherfuckers riding around with AKs. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they all not riding around with AKs. Some no, of them riding no. around with military weapons, M16s, M4s, like assault rifles that you can buy in the gun shop. I'm not saying that everybody out here in these streets has a gun that you can't buy in the gun shop. That's not what I said. But there are access to weapons in these streets used in these crimes not by law enforcement or former military that are military grade weapons i ain't say everybody has a military grade weapon out here in these streets that's not what i said but i mean let's first of all the term military grade weapon like, I just think we should just stop using that term because, like I said, some of the weapons the military use are sold in gun shops also, besides, like, LMGs. You get your hands on the LMG. I'm praying for whatever you, you got plans for. But my point in the matter is that a lot of politicians, a lot of higher ups, want to give the public the assumption that drug dealers and the like are getting weapons from amongst themselves 
or from stealing them outside of people's homes. And they want to act like this gun trafficking doesn't exist. When we all know that it exists. Drug drug trafficking, gun trafficking. You sit up here, you have no. these trains on the train tracks for days at a time. They're not just sitting there just because like we know what's going on and you can try to because they do try to shut people up that speak on it and threaten them because like at the end of the day the government's all a part of this mess too well of course they're a part of it my thing is we know gun trafficking because we call them gun runners exists we know that so i don't think that people are trying to act like it don't exist but my thing is i feel like people always trying to just they just they just try to point everything to the government which yes the government has a lot to do with a lot of shit, but everything isn't the government as we just found out because you got black soldiers in kentucky selling guns to their peoples down here in chicago no i'm assuming they is though <laughs> I'm assuming they is. No, I'm I'm just assuming they is though. But well, why? I'm just saying because <laughs> just, that's the problem. Like, that, but I was in the military the though. I know, I know how these niggas like. I've met a lot of hood niggas in the military, like I'm sure niggas that was still in and the I game. Know that there were military like just because niggas joined the military, that don't in the military, right. But the ones that I knew about were not black. No, I knew some. My first sergeant was black. Years later, after I got out, somebody sent me an article. This nigga got sent to Fort Leavenworth because he was selling contracts under the table to contractors. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because you're in the military, that don't change anything. If you're from the hood, you just hood, period. You can't, you can't take that from nobody. And some people don't know how to change. Some people don't know how to adapt. So that's why I assume that these was people probably from Chicago, had ties to Chicago, decided they was going to join the military, and then boom, you know, I'm just saying though, I'm just, that's how it goes though, and that's the, I feel like that's the problem sometimes with our community, we don't want to look at the ones doing wrong in our community, and, and, and come forward and say, no, you wrong, and turn them in we want to just try to blame it on other shit oh it's the government oh it's the white man no sometimes motherfucker is us sometimes it's your nephew sometimes it's your son turn them motherfuckers in like i feel like that's what's wrong with our community we got this hush no snitching shit man fuck all that like it's 2022 um <laughs> both i just that's just how I see it. My Steve Harvey voice. <laughs> My Judge Harvey voice. So, um, we're still dealing with these gas prices. Mm. Um, Uncle Willie is asking for lawmakers to suspend the gas taxes um, the same way the other states have. Um, that, from my understanding, is in the works, along with um, Auntie Lori and her lottery um, for not only 
gas, but well, so the gas itself is the lottery. The um, she's also giving out uh transit cards, so she has 12.5 million, which equates to 50,000, 150 gas cards that she's going to start doing the lottery every month in May. Um, she's going to give out 10,000 cards plus per month. You're going to have to have a Chicago address in order to enter into the lottery. Um, the cards will be good for one year. They can only be used at gas stations within city limits. You must have mm. a valid city Which, sticker. That's, that's crazy, though. Um, income at or below 140% of the area's median income, which means a single person or earning $91,420 a year is eligible. One card per household. That's for the um, gas cards. For the transit cards, she has $100,050 transit cards. 75000 will be set aside for frequent commuters who live in low-income areas. Um, the 25000 will be issued citywide through aldermen offices, um, and they have the same criteria as the gas car, with, of course, the exception of having to have a city sticker. Um, she's also talking about rolling back gas taxes. I mean, she should definitely start with the gas taxes. Just don't even roll them out. Like Willie said, just suspend them. I mean, other states have already done it. Usually mm -hmm. Illinois be like one of the front runners with stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what the fuck taking them so long? Oh, I guess and the governor got other things to do. Auntie, Auntie Aunt Lori is just reacting to what um, Uncle Willie has been doing. Not only... I mean, I, I, I don't, like, I get... After she, she came for him saying that this was political, it's not what you're doing. Political is... Right. Uh, uh, right. So we, we had this discussion a while ago, me, you, and, and Mama, and y'all were saying how, you know, she should do it for all of Cook County, but I was trying to say, you know, explain to y'all. Well, no, no you, you understood. Saying, yeah, you right. understood that she's a mayor of Chicago, so she can only do for them. Right, I was but just saying that the government needs I, to um, I kinda, get it together for the state. Now that I think about it, though, I kind of don't like what she's doing because, for one, I mean, if you're a listener and you're from the city of Chicago or Chicagoland, you know that sometimes the gas station is not the safest place. It's mm -hmm. a lot of violence there, a lot of robberies, a lot of carjackings. So the fact that you have to get this gas in the city and within city limits, to me, is just, I, I just think that's trash. You shouldn't do that. Well, the reason that she's doing that is because it's her city. So the them coming out here or right, anywhere can you make else your city safe first to get gas? It's not even safe to get gas. She don't see no problems with her city. She apparently she don't. Because <laughs> I'm still wondering why drastic measures haven't been put in place already to, to combat the damn violence and, and carjackers. Her but city that's is another good, that's another discussion though. Yeah, that's 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 a we can go a whole episode about that. But uh 
Yeah, the and then you she giving out what you said cards, transit cards, mm-hmm. which $50 even $50 these days cards. again goes back to what I'm saying is even that's not the safest bet. <laughs> like, like didn't the CTA worker just shoot a man who was retreating? I mean, there within like, the last <laughs> week there were um two incidents on the green line, one on the blue line, and one on the red line. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, your city's not even safe. So why would you make it mandatory to use these these benefits within the city that's not safe? Like, I mean, kudos for you trying, but you shouldn't have you shouldn't have made it where you have to use it within the city. Like, they should be able to use these things anywhere. Well, you can't really use a transit outside of the city because CTA only operates in chicago but but cta and so cta and pay because you know this this is when you see that he's not from here uh the same cars that you use for see 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 how you just jump in don't let me complete my thought the same cars you use for the cta you can use for the pace that you can use for the metra so that whole thing right there like even though they can only go to their alderman's office to pick up the cards. There's not, she doesn't have the time, the manpower, or the team together to make it a city specific card. So once they get these cards in their hand, they can pretty much travel on Metro Pay CTA. Oh, okay. Well, she, she got to change that guy's name, though. So I never get city in the gas. I said it's not gas. even the fact I never of get safety when it comes to me for gas in the city. They they have the highest gas prices. So for me, the the issue isn't. I'm not even thinking of it in a, a safety thing because technically you can go downtown and you're still within city limits. My thing is, and what I've always said, and what I said, you still won't be safe. There's some areas that you are safe in uh but anywho my issue has never been worrying about safety throughout the city of chicago at the gas station that's not been my worry my worry has been my pocketbook so i have said and stand by i will push my car to the nearest suburb before i pay for gas in the city of chicago because that's the highest gas in the state hands down city of chicago because like the city is so not every city town village whatever municipality has their own tax on top of whatever the state taxes are or the county taxes are but the city of chicago does like the city of chicago is a mess when it comes to taxes like even employment taxes like if you are a city of chicago resident and you work anywhere like that you are you in addition to the state tax and the federal taxes and social security and all of that good stuff you also have a city of chicago tax so that is my issue with the limiting it to the city because if you're going to give me $150 in a gas car. And though this isn't my money that I'm spending, I still want to get the most bang for my buck. And I'm not going to get the most bang for my buck buying gas in the city of Chicago. 
Uh, when you think about it, though, I mean, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, it's still not a deal. Like, I mean, thank you for filling my tank up one time, but with all the fucking traffic lights and stop and go in Chicago, you're going to burn through that guy's fast. Like, you're going to burn through that guy's fast as shit. So. I mean, it's $150. So, I mean, that's like a tank and a half. It depends on what oh, you... Okay, yeah, t- I'll give you that tank and a half, but a tank will go like you'll blink and the tank will be gone. The way you drive. Look, my gas <laughs> lasts. Okay, so it, it's something, though. Like it's I mean, not, yeah, it is, but right. I'm just saying, like, you know. Can, can you... I mean, it's, it's free gas, so... It's a shame. 2022 when we talking about gas. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is gas the issue? Gas prices is the issue. I mean, you know. I seen $4 the other day. And I, I got happy as shit. I almost went and filled, <laughs> almost went and filled uh, my car up. But it was Sam's a VP though. is uh, giving an extra 10% on you if you have a Sam's Club credit card. And you fill up at any gas station, you get an extra 10% cash back if you fill up your fill-ups on Tuesday. So in the month of April, you just need to, I don't care what the gas is, say, just go ahead and fill it up on Tuesday. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, gas comes and goes and causing issues in our life. Like, this is the... The first time I remember when, you know, everybody was going out buying big trucks, Escalades and Denali's and all this stuff and expeditions. And then those gas prices hit the uh, roof post 9-11 and then everybody wanted their cars back. So, like, this ain't new. This has happened before. Um, it's just, like... I guess coming off a pandemic, now we're sitting up here talking about gas and unnecessary wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have loving hip hop artist Hollywood Apple Watts um, was reported unresponsive after a car crash um, last Wednesday. Her car flipped over multiple times and burst into flames. Um, she was in a Mercedes, and the other vehicle was a Ford 250, and the passenger of the Ford um, pulled her to safety, but she is still um, in the ICU fighting for her life. Mm. So, you want to come back? Uh, no, just RIP also to... Uh... Dwayne Hashkins, I believe that's his name. If I'm messing it up, I'm so sorry. He was, I, I don't know if he was a sophomore or junior year in the NFL. He was the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he died in a car crash also. He was on his way to uh, Florida to train with some other fellow players, and yeah, he lost his life in an accident. And that happened uh, Saturday, I believe. So. So, you know, the world is not happy unless they have some reason to talk about the Kardashians. Um, 
the Kardashians are getting a lot of hate uh, because they have multiple fridges with fruits and vegetables. And people are, yeah, people are calling them selfish and wasteful in spite of there being no reports that the fruits and vegetables are being wasted. But yes, people are big mad that the Kardashians have multiple refrigerators with fruits and vegetables. What? Okay. I know, I can't make it up. First of all, let me just put this out here. Any reason I could find the hate on the Kardashians, my wife would tell you, I'm there. Mm -hmm. Okay? I, I, I really don't like them. Except Chloe. Chloe Kardashian is my favorite. Uh and she the one they coming for the hardest because you know not only does she have multiple fridges with fruits and vegetables, she has that display that everyone is envious of. That cookies. Oreos. Yeah. yeah. So uh multiple cookies, not just the Oreos. Anyone knows Big everything. Yeah, I'm I'm quick to hate on the Kardashians. I don't like them uh besides Chloe. I just feel like they just you know they I mean, Kim fucked her way to fame and the rest of them just rode on her coattail. And I don't know, they, they do the least in my book, but get the most. Uh, but I must say, this is probably a uncensored first where I might be sticking up for the Kardashians because what the fuck? Exactly. Like, okay, like, can you blame them for having them the money and the means to fucking put healthy shit in a house for their kids like how dare they how dare they buy all the fruit they can buy and you know like is there any report saying that they bought out the, the fruit aisle in a grocery store and no one else got anything no exactly so it's like uh, come on man and this is coming from like i said someone who's quick to hate on them but this is the first like, like y'all reach a bunch of them like y'all like we're talking Kardashian, so there's no Kardashian that has like one kid besides Rob. But look, Rob looks like he is eating well, so it's like I can't. Like, there are a lot of them, and they live in a close vicinity of each other. Like, they can walk and walk to each other's houses. So, like, first of all, it's like six Kardashian, you know, Kardashian Jenner children, and then you got Chris, and you have Corey, and then you add up all these grandbabies and stuff, like, it's gonna take a couple of fridges. And like I said, they travel to each other's houses, they're always like, so, you know, you don't, you don't never know who else you're gonna be when you want a, a, a good salad or whatever it is. Like, I feel like if, you know, if they had a refrigerator full of hot dogs, I still have something to say, and I just really don't understand why y'all care so much about they grocery hmm. bill. Like, <laughs> like, did you go to the grocery store in Calabasas and you couldn't find no grapes, and they told you that the Kardashians bought them all? Like, what, what are we talking about here? Right. Um, speaking of grocery stores, you know, Chicago Fire took over the old um, Walgreens building on 25th and Washington in Bellwood. We discussed this before. Um, they were on location on March 24th and 25th. And the episode is set to air this Wednesday. Um, now that they are gone, this location is set to be converted to senior housing. 
but um, I know a lot of people was riding around in the area uh, when they were recording, trying to see if they could get their little uh, 15 minutes of fame. So if you are in the area and you want to see if maybe you made it into the episode, the episode is set to air Wednesday. Um, so here's a crazy thing that, you know, you never know what crazy laws exist or don't exist until something happens. But apparently, cops can no longer legally have sex with detainees. Congress just closed a loophole that allowed federal officers to claim sex with people in their custody was consensual. Um, as of 2018, this loophole existed in 38 states. So they're arresting people and having sex with them? <laughs> yeah. And say that it's consensual. I mean, sh- shouldn't that be in the Shouldn't it go without saying it? It yeah. doesn't happen. You would think so. That's why I say you don't really realize the stupidity in the world until something like this comes up that they just now in Congress um, wow. closed that loophole that existed in 38 states. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, so, you know, as the weeks go by since Bob Saget um, died, there's all there's new information that's always coming to light. Apparently, um, when he was at the um, the last venue that he did his stand-up at, um, he had an aide that, you know, was making sure that he had everything that he needed. He mentioned to them that he was still recovering from COVID, that he was still having some um, after-COVID effects. And um, apparently he tested positive for COVID in his autopsy as well. Mm. It's just... um, for me, this just says that there's, I have heard from so many people that have had COVID that there are all these, like there's memory fog, they've had issues as far as hearing, like we still don't know um, the side effects of this disease or how long it lasts. And we're two years in. With new variants popping up by the day. That's unfortunate. All right, Peter, Danny Tiana. What uh, yeah. Danny Tiana, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. America's dad. So to- with that being said, uh we're gonna take a break. You guys take a break also. Go, you know, replenish your snacks, your drink. Make sure you come back to Uncensored Life with the Saunders. And we're back. Um, so I've never been a huge fan of amusement parks, and it actually freaks me out. Um my oldest loves roller coasters and it's always freaked me out to just 
watch any of my children on these things. Um, but recently, a 14-year-old was killed in Orange County, Florida on an amusement park ride. Um, the teenager was six foot five and over 340 pounds. Um, he had been turned away from all of the rides, um, his father stated. His son um, told his friend as the ride started moving that something did not feel right and that if he did not make it to tell his parents he loved them. Um, the ride in question takes a 450 foot drop at 75 miles an hour and the team fell towards the end of the drop. There was a four minute long video of the fatal fall circulating on social media that um, at the time, a lot of people said that they had found and removed it, but I had people on my timeline that have actually been able to, to see this video. I have not and have no desire to um, as a parent. I couldn't imagine something like this, you know, my child's death just circulating around on the internet. Um, the family is, of course, planning to sue and um, has uh, the same attorney that I believe was used um, in the George Floyd case. Because, you know, his parents' biggest question is that if all of the other rides turned him away due to his size, why did this one ride feel like it was okay to allow him on? Like your face is everything. Um, because so first like, of all, I, feel... I want to first of all, I want to say I feel for the parents. Mm -hmm. I really do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not even gonna sit here because I'm not in that situation and imagine what they're going through losing a child. But I kind of feel like. The amusement park is kind of in the damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because if this ride had turned him down and he couldn't get on no rides at this amusement park, it would have been a thing. And this ride did let him on and unfortunately tragic happened and he lost his life and of course now it's a thing. So I feel like the amusement park was in a damned if you don't, damned if you do situation. So, like you said, I, I, I definitely feel for the parents. And um, the fact of the matter is, is that when you lose someone, you always try to find someone or something to, to blame, blame. Mm -hmm. besides the person themselves. Um, because some, in some situations, it, it's as simple as it being that person's fault. Um, what I would say is, like, I 
I agree with the fact that, um, well, here's the thing. Like, each ride has its own criteria as far as height, as far as weight at an amusement park. That's why the signs are there at the ride. So I never seen a sign that said weight, though. Yeah, I've seen a sign that said weight. I never seen it. Yeah, there's a height, there's a weight, um, certain medical conditions. That's why they're posted at the rides. But I feel like... Because the argument would have been, like, why did you... Let him spend his money if he couldn't ride anything. Is I'm assuming what the argument would have been had they, you know, had they turned him away. But I feel like at some point, maybe you should put something on entry that if you are this size, this weight. Um, you're not gonna be I mean, able to ride anything I, in here. Like we do at some point need to take responsibility for the decisions that we make because if you sit up here and tell me a couple of times that I'm too big to get on X, Y, and Z, I'm good. Like I'm not gonna keep trying, I'm not gonna keep embarrassing myself. Uh, I'm not going so at some point we do have to take responsibility for the decisions that we make um, and but I just I feel like I feel like the only reason that that doesn't come into play is because of the money factor and there are some people that um, I know like my mom does not like well, she liked Kitty Land, but other outside of Kitty Land, she don't really do rides and things of that nature. But she, um, she would be the person that would tend to the kids so you could get on the ride. So I guess in that sense, that's why they don't have anything at the front for those people, the ones that you know hold everybody's purse or something like that because otherwise like I don't understand why it's just not simply posted like hey if you ex feet tall and this many pounds um just save your money because we don't have a ride in here for you right because I mean what you say six five or two hundred pounds yeah six Five that's, and over 340 pounds. That's pretty heavy. That's like a fucking offensive. It's like an offensive lineman in the NFL. So that's pretty heavy. So I, I mean, I, I I get I get it though. I get why the parents are suing though, because it's like, and I wouldn't even say the argument of you know all other rides turned them down. It's like just common sense. That ride, why did you let him get? You clearly knew he was overweight. Yeah, like I the, said, that's an NFL. You you stick out at six the five. The visual that I got yeah. of over the ride pounds. and the description of the ride, it's like the equivalent of the giant drop at um, Six Flags, and 
the giant drop doesn't have like let's take even rise out of it we um they were just talking about this recently like some seat belts aren't airplane seat belts you have to have an extender at a certain size Some people can't put a seatbelt on in the car. So this ride, like, from what I could tell, had one of those um, harnesses that go over the head mm-hmm. and some belts. That harness couldn't fit over him. Like, that's why, because he, like, his father literally said, he told his friend as soon as that ride started to move that something was not right. And that's my thing, too, like, Typically, when you are at an amusement park, an attendant goes around and checks and makes sure that you're locked in and secure. Mm-hmm. So that's where your lawsuit is right there. Because clearly somebody did not check to make sure that he was locked in and secure before mm-hmm. they started their ride. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, I mean, the amusement park does have um, some liability in the situation, but at the end of the day, you know, we have to take responsibility and stuff for our actions and decisions that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with all of this, Supreme Court talk going on um, and the fact that, you know, until now, we've only had two Black Supreme Court justices and one, like, replaced the other. Uh, There has been a lot of Clarence Thomas talk, and I was trying to figure out um, what he has done. Well, apparently, Jenny Thomas, who is his wife, um, has text messages circulating that prove she was involved in the January 6th riots. Um, So Clarence has been asked to step down, but he refuses. Um, He is also the only justice that voted against the release of White House documents to be used as evidence in the um, January 6th trial. So if somebody on the justice was involved with the riots? Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny Thomas, has text messages in her phone that prove that she was uh, involved in the January 6th riots. She is. Um, but you had the nerve to sit here and ridicule and, and, and what, what other words am I looking for? Press and I don't know what the words I'm looking for, but you had the nerve to sit here and just press this black queen who clearly who clearly was overqualified for the seat. For how many days? Craziest 
off the wall questions right. and accuse her of just yeah. But your wife, this whole time, your wife was involved with the the riots though. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, stop it, y'all, stop it, y'all, uh, y'all just don't want to see us get nowhere. Because if, if that had been her involved with the riots or her husband, oh, I'm pretty. Oh, y'all would have used that shit to execute her. Oh no, oh no, no, we can't have that. But your wife, come on, dog, stop. Um. So you know, we did a. Well, with that being said, Kataji did uh, finally become the first black female Supreme Court justice, uh, even though they all put her through the ringer and tried to prevent it from happening. Uh, Your friends at Walmart are discontinuing the sale of tobacco and firearms arms and ammunition um, in Florida, New Mexico, and California. Apparently, the CEO of Walmart has always wanted to um, get rid of these items, but now he has some backup because they just finally don't feel like it just matches anything else going on in the store. I mean, it's, it's it's not that many WalMarts that still sell weapons anyway in ammo. Like yeah. they hard to find yeah. at this point. Yeah. So well, it's gonna be even harder to find. Yeah, in just, Florida, New Mexico, and California. Yeah, just I'm surprised Florida though that backwards ass state. But yeah, just go ahead and get rid of them though. Why not? It's enough gun stores around anyway, so. So um, Ashanti, who is, you know, she has some good and some bad. So bad news is that she's being accused of plagiarism. Um, she just recently released a um, a children's book, and um, she's being accused of stealing the idea uh for the book from another um children's book artist Mm. so um trying to think of what so ashanti's book is called my name is a story and um the accusers book is called Your Name is a Song. And um, there are screenshots of the synopsis for both books. Um, Because she said that at first uh, Jamila, who wrote the other book, was saying that she didn't want to make too big of a deal when she realized that the title and the covers of the two books was similar, but then when she read the synopsis for um, Ashanti's book, she realized that it was identical to the synopsis of her own. Um, 
And my thing is what I feel like this may possibly be is the fact that uh, celebrities tend to put their name on things that they don't necessarily have their hands in that somebody on their team. So like somebody on Ashanti's team probably said, hey, sis, you know, it'd be real dope if you did a children's book. And she's or like, she probably was like, oh, I want to do a children's book. And like, and I don't the, know where to start. Right, and, and yeah. pass it off to her, her right hand. Yeah. But I, I just don't think that it was intentional on her part. She's going to pay for it though. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't never think it's intentional on the the entertainer's fault. Because, you know, B. Simone's in the same situation. Yeah. Her little motivational book. Yes. I'm going to find out that shit was copied from somewhere else. Another motivational book. But and she and she never proofread it. She never did a homework. She never, she just okayed everything. Put a name on it and okay. And that's the problem. Like, people, mm-hmm. you have to do your research. If like you have to, to. and plus something honestly if you can't trust your team oh yeah to do the work for sure. then yeah like you that you need a new team so if even if ashanti did say you know what i want to do a children's book because somebody come up with some ideas whatever whatever and you know so okay i'll do it and then with the lazy route with it and copy some shit like yeah you need to like you need to rethink your team like that that's crazy. And other that Ashanti it, it happened news, again. Um, Ashanti has received her star on the Walk of Fame, but everyone is not um, saluting her because we're all befuddled as to how she got a star before Brandy and Monica. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, though, let's not act like she don't deserve one. Like it's unfortunate that. There's other people that deserve it before she do, but let's but not act not like she. Her. Yeah, that's not on her. She's not the. Is there like a star committee walkers? I, I don't know. Whoever whoever decides these things, like she's not in control of that. She didn't ask for it. They gave it to her. So let's not act like at some point, Ashanti. I ain't gonna say had the game on lock, but she was the. One of the main essential reasons to murder Eve being the princess of hip hop and RB. Right, being, you know, as successful as they were. And, and like, the reason why Jaru have a lot of hits also, because right, because it wasn't just like if we're just talking vocal ability, then you know, I got my pitchfork up with the rest of y'all. But uh, yeah, I mean everybody know. Everybody knows Shanti can't sing, but, but that's the crazy thing she about Shanti. Shanti can't sing acapella. It's just that when you add instruments and stuff, she just goes tone deaf. Um, but she's great with the pen. So, like Brandy and Mon, like I don't. Brandy and Monica have wrote some things for themselves later in their careers, but neither one of them have written for anyone else so i you know i i hear y'all that you know they should i mean they, yeah they still deserve i mean brandy deserves a star just from her her acting career she had one hell of an acting career like not even tapping into her music yet like her whole career overall was just phenomenal 
But like, if you just want to give a star just it, for singing, you can do that. If you want to no, give a star Randy, just for acting, you can do that. But to combine no, them, like, yeah, she should have been had a star. Yeah, because if there were no Brandy, there would be no Kardashians. Like Kim literally started as Brandy's assistant. So, and then Monica, we all know the power of her vocal range. Like, right. it is unmatched. Like Monica is different. So she definitely deserved her star. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know what Keisha Cole was smoking when she decided to put Monica on the same track as herself. Like she definitely uh, thinks more of her vocal ability than the rest but, of us. Yeah, but I, I'm not gonna sit here and act like you know Ashanti don't deserve one. She definitely do. Like, yeah, she. Put I, in I, I always felt like Ashanti couldn't sing, but she works hard though, and she's an entertainer. I don't. I never consider her a. A, a singer, an artist. I always consider Ashanti an entertainer. Like she knows how to get around. Now I mean, like she knows how to like. I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but huh? It's not iPod. No, I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, she she just she just knows how to entertain. I say that, and I mean, it just she's all right. It, she she benefited from two things. She's an all right singer. And she, you know, of course, she's beautiful as shit. So, who wouldn't want to see Ashanti? So, that's where he goes when, you know, he means entertainer. Because, like, when I think of entertainer, that, that I'm just giving her credit for her pants gifts. <laughs> um, so, poor Lamar is jumping in on this whole. Chris Rock, Will Smith fiasco and said that if he protected his wife the way that Will protected his, that they may still be married. And to oh that I say, God, Lamario. Chloe, let him just take you out to dinner, girl. <laughs> Please have a conversation with this man, yo. Everything out his mouth lately is just Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> like the chick from the Brady Bunch, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Not you. <laughs> I know, but not you. <laughs> like that's crazy. Like yo, <laughs> please, yeah, have a conversation with this man, yo. Like I feel like Lamar finally gets it. Like I feel like he do. Like I feel like he didn't have time to sit back, look at his life, look yeah, at where he in fucked the coma. up. And uh, that time writing his he I has a number one it. top selling book, so like he had to think about and reflect on his life as he wrote this book. And I think he's on the verge of writing a part two of it. And then he, you know, he thought he had like even when he was with his former fiance, like it still went back to Chloe. Like, Chloe, like. That's was right, of that, right, and so just, Point blank. Just, just give him a call because you blank. know, yeah, Chloe, Chloe. If you if you ever happen to listen to this Chloe Kardashian, I'm sorry for hating on your family so much. I love you though. Can you please, please have a conversation with this man? I'm begging you because I feel like Lamar gets it now. He know where he messed up. He know he had a good thing and he fucked it up. And I think he's ready to be the man you needed him to be yeah because he misses you chloe he misses the whole family he misses people calling him lammy apparently because he had to let everybody in the big brother house know about how you know the 
Kardashians anointed him with his very own nickname. Uh, just just get a man to call. Like he's sorry. Like right. I mean, shit. He, he got a good uh, you gave, number. You didn't give Tristan a chance. I mean, give Lamar one more chance. Because I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got a a good little minute of sobriety under his belt. Yeah, he he doing good. He doing good. He. I mean, still staying relevant a little bit. He did Big Brother. He got his book going on. Like, I, I feel like Lamar finally got his head on straight. Like, I feel like he finally, like, he got a second win, per se. Like, I mean, like, come on. Chloe. I know you may think that the coma should have done that for him, but apparently he needs a little more than the coma. <laughs> and the fact that you could have just... I mean, in his defense, time. he 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 just got a little bit of sleep. He, I mean, he even though he was in the coma, he was just sleeping a little bit. But but get get a man a call, okay? please. Just... He said your name one more. <laughs> if he relates something to you one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna be done. <laughs> this is where everything goes back. Like, yeah, you know. They mess up his order at the restaurant. And he just like, you know, Chloe would have never did that to me. Chloe would have She would have made sure that I had extra money. Yeah, Chloe was here. <laughs> she would have got it straight. So I think uh, we should take a quick break and come back for this um, last topic because I know you're going to need more than four minutes. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Go take a break and 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 get ready to come back and discuss what the rest of the world has been discussing. And uh, yeah. And he told you we was done discussing, but we can't be because y'all still talking about it. Right. So <laughs> hey, go replenish your snacks, your dinner, your food, whatever, your lunch, your breakfast, whenever you listen to this, and uh, come back with the with the Saunders. Hey guys, welcome back to Uncensored Life with the Saunders. So, unless you've been living under a rock, no pun intended, I'm pretty sure by now you've witnessed and heard the smack. Her that shows down. Heard around the world. About as heavy as those feet. <laughs> so as we all know, at the Oscars, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock and told him to keep my wife's fucking name out your mouth. Twice. And the saga just keeps on going. So apparently the Oscars... Uh, released a statement saying that they had asked Will to leave and he refused to leave the building. I've seen some behind the scenes footage from the Oscars and it looked like they was checking in on him and Jada and not asking them to leave the building. Um, in addition to that, his entire family was backstage. So yeah, y'all keep saying that y'all asked the man to leave and he refused. Um, well, whatever I mean, they did, he didn't, he needed to come out and say they didn't then. Don't, don't let him lie when you like that. At this point, I think that Will should continue to do what he is doing, and that is shutting the hell up. Like, because you 
like, okay, so Oscar tradition states that the winner of the best actor presents best act actress the following year. So, um, the they are they even after Will gave away his seat at the table. Uh, which I'm just still upset about. Like, let them kick you out the academy. Don't give up your seat at the table. There's already not that many of us sitting at this table anyway. Um, so even after he did this, they said that they were going to proceed with the disciplinary action um, where they would give him 15 days notice of what they were going of the vote and they could suspend or terminate um, as well as some other options. All of this, uh, all of these rules and regulations came back, came about after Weinstein. Weinstein, Bill Cosby, and there's one other person are the only three people that have ever been removed from um, the Academy. And I personally just don't feel like the slap is in the cate- same category as that. Um so now the vote has taken place. Will has been, um, they've decided that Will cannot participate in any Academy events um, or attend any Academy Awards for the next 10 years. And as somebody pointed out, it takes about 10 years for you to be nominated again. So he'd be I uh, as a black man. Uh, no, but, you know, it's as annoying and fucked up as 50 Cent could be sometimes, like I said, like we said, I think in like two episodes ago on the, the Monique episode, mm-hmm. we said he has his moments where he say brilliant shit or do brilliant shit. And like, Will said the words brilliant and 50 Cent, that was all you, but go ahead. <laughs> 50 says something that I was like, shit, you know what? I'm with 50. 50 said he tweeted out no, he said on Instagram, tweet, Instagram, whatever. He said something. He said that, you know, don't let it get to you, Will. The only wars that matter anywhere is the NAACP. I was like, my nigga, let's go. If we going to be frank, like, let's go. Because we all know that the Oscars don't like us. No, but and the, the, the sad part about this is that he did this on the blackest Oscar night that Oscars has ever had and probably will ever have. Again, we had a black producer. We had two black female hosts. We had like all of this. I mean, that, that's how it happens in, in, in at the black cookout. Sometimes you get smacked, but you still cool. See, but that's that's the, well, but that's the thing. Apparently they're not cool. Apparently Diddy, when he sent up here talking about we gonna fix this like brothers at the end of the show, and Dude, then he, he followed it up to man. say that yes, that's what we did and everybody's good. Apparently he lied. Cause that's what uh Tony Rock said. Tony Rock said Diddy lied, okay? And not only did Diddy lie, but all ten of the Rock siblings are now looking for Will. Cause they ain't got nothing to lose. You know, Chris is the most famous one out of all of them. And my whole thing is that like have like maybe it's a side of y'all brother that y'all see that don't nobody else see, but 
Um, he ain't never been for the people. Mm-mm. Like he, I said, like, video this whole now. situation between Will and Chris. And y'all brother not even funny. But the whole situation between Will and Chris goes back to in 2016 when black people as a whole, as a unit, was boycotting the Oscars. Why? Because they were not respecting us in this industry. And what he do, he decided to be the only black person to go and sit up there and talk about the rest of the black people that didn't go. That's the first time he let something come up out his mouth about Jake. Right. So, cause that's like that's my whole thing. Like I said, when we, you know, did the special episode, like Will has written a book about his life story, which is a very emotional, sometimes therapeutic thing. And on top of that, he just will. Is he's Will Smith. He's been in this industry for 30 years. He has an identity of like all his own. People could Wait, do so a movie he wrote, about he wrote a book about his life. Yeah. It's a very good. I mean, did we not all watch that? That Fresh Prince wasn't his life at all. It was Benny Medina's. Where have you been? I'm just being dang. That just flew all over your head. The joke came. The joke just flew. Over. Maybe I'm not funny. Okay. So thank you, Kevin Hart. But my thing is that you know he wrote this book about his life, which is an emotional, sometimes therapeutic thing. He just came off of King Richard, and the thing about Will Smith, the the whole reason that he could ever be an Oscar winner is that even though like Will has all these multifaceted sides of himself and the thing that makes him an incredible actor worthy of an oscar is the fact that no matter what character he plays he embodies that character and he does it by any means necessary when he was ali he was ali he was not will smith playing ali when he was in pursuit of happiness believed every bit of homelessness that he gave to us when you know he's doing bad boys we like we forget all about the fact that this man can be goofy and all this other stuff like he embodies his character so a lot of actors that are able to do that will tell you that when it when the shoot is done sometimes they need to take a beat or a minute to just like get out of that headspace but then you have these press tours that where you have to talk about this character and all of this other stuff. So he played this, you know, strong father, this fearless protector. He actually had to be a protector of the two girls that played Venus and Serena in the movie. He, you know, he had moments in his life, like you said, that he wished that he could have stood up and all of this other stuff. It's just Chris was the wrong face at the wrong time okay he he was the the straw that broke the camel's back like will was ready to explode and this nigga just said one jada too many like and i don't feel like i feel like will 
Will has been in this industry for so long that I think that's why everybody is shocked. That's why everybody is still talking about it because he was never like the gangster rapper. He was the lame rapper, his wife's words. Um, he was the lame rapper. He wasn't, you know, the Tupac, um, his wife's words. Um, he he was just like goofy and fun loving and you know we've never seen will get out of character uh you know out of just being cool relaxed chill so i think that's why everybody is still in shock to the point that they still have to talk about this but it's just like Everybody has a breaking point, and unfortunately, Chris's face was there for wheels. Like, I don't, I don't know what else y'all want from the man, I, but I just feel like that doesn't ruin the other 30 years of his career. No, it doesn't. Like, and I and just white feel people like, trying to cancel him. right? I'm and that's what I'm saying. Like, white people, white people, not just white people, it's some black Will actors. The black community has spoke on it. He is not getting canceled, so stop trying. Right, and then, uh, like, because there's even one actor out there um, that feels like the Academy, to restore the dignity and grace to the Academy, that they need to take his Oscar. No, he earned that. Right, that, that right. Because the movie before. was done before the slap. And because my thing, y'all decided is, he was going to win that Oscar before the slap. And so my that thing take is, nothing... is, even though y'all decided that he could win that Oscar before the slap, uh, y'all could have changed the name on that envelope without anybody knowing if y'all did not intend. Y'all damn sure did it, to Steve Harvey. <laughs> so twice. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all definitely could have. So again, so my take is, you know. Like I said, I'm I've been on Will's side. I, I never really liked Chris Rock. I don't think he's that funny. Uh if any of you rock brothers got a problem with it, y'all can come see me. I don't give a fuck. I ain't scared of nobody. Uh like I said, there's a video circulating around social media with Chris Rock being the only black guy in a room full of white guys. And these white guys is all just throwing an N-word around. And he's just like okay in the shit. And I'm looking at this video like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this dude in a sunken place? But you know, I, I've been team well, like, I feel like did he I wish he would have waited till he went backstage. That's what I initially said. And I still feel that way. Uh like I said, we're not canceling Will Smith. That slap doesn't, you know overshadow anything he's done for the last 30 years he's given us iconic characters iconic tv shows iconic songs i mean summertime still bangs in the summertime i swear it's not summertime <laughs> so, until i hear it right so come on now what the thermometer says it's not summertime until i hear it so my issue lately with this whole thing lately has been his wife because all of a sudden she's saying, Oh, I don't need protecting. And you know, he went overboard. And like my thing is, I feel like you you should be like, even if this is how you really feel, boo-boo, you need to be riding with your husband at this point. Not okaying what everybody else is saying. 
Like, that's what, like, what the fuck? This man did that thinking he had to protect you. Because initially he was laughing. So, you know, Will Smith just gave him the little, yeah, yeah, he just gave him the little, everybody else laughing, I'm going to laugh. Right. But I don't think it was that that deep to him, though. Like, this probably was something he felt like could have handled backstage. But I promise you, Jada gave him a look, and the nigga was on go. Like, he was the German Shepherd. She was the master. She whistled, and he was on go. Now, did she want him to smack him? Probably not. Yeah, because everybody, that's one thing but that everybody in the room can you agree can't, on is that she was just as shocked as everyone else. Right, but you can't. You can't give him a look and then to try to control what he about to do. He's a human. You can't like if he felt like that's how he had to protect his queen, that's how he protected his queen. Like you said, it's history behind this. And at this point he like, y'all didn't had enough of this nigga. What the fuck? You always picking on my wife. What's going on? And I felt like any self-respecting husband would have had the same reaction. If this our second time going at this shit, like do it again? Like, the first time you let that shit slide, again? Oh, come on. No, my nigga. You got to see me. Like we, we, I, I need a fade right now. Well, no, I would have waited until we got backstage or after. But Will decided he needed his fade right then and there. Yeah, because like Ricky Smiley said, like he said he would have, you know, asked the stage hand or somebody like her. So which side of the stage she got to come off of? And Met him there. Yeah. Um, so... But my thing is, my issue right now was Jada, though. Like, I don't like how she's like, I feel like she's throwing him under the bus right now. But the thing about that is, is that I can't find that soundbite. I just feel like, because, and the reason that I feel like this is because people are digging real deep to, like you said again, (laughs) right, we want to find somebody to blame besides Will. And she's, oh, no. you know, Will clearly has been blamed. No, I'm just saying, like, as far as those defending him want somebody besides him to blame for his actions. So people have been digging deep. Like, so you already know, I watched Red Table Talk already. Like, I, I wouldn't say on the regular because I'm about a season behind, but I already watched Red Table Talk. And the two clips that are circulating are so old. Like, and when she said it then, nobody thought twice about it. Nobody blinked at anything. One is um, the birthday conversation. So in this, but here's the thing. So let's let's have this conversation, husband, because in in this episode, if you watch the episode in its entirety, which I did, because like I said, this is very old. It's like two years old. Jada was talking about going through somewhat of a midlife crisis in her life and being unhappy. And Will, you know, commendably wanted to try to make his wife happy. And so... He put together, you know, this extravagant birthday party. He had the who's who's list in attendance and performing at this party. And Jada took him to the side and told him that that party was about his ego. So I know that you was upset about that, but like you really have to see this episode in its entirety and not just this snippet. But my thing is, is that you're my husband. 
okay? You know me better than anybody else in this world. Um, you know what will make me happy and you know what I'm not going for. Or you know, like, you know what kind of birthday that I would like to have. And being husband and wife in this moment, he knew that Jada was going through something. And he knew that this party was not what she wanted. This party was to make him feel better and him feel good. So they have the kind of relationship where she can express to him, like, look, homeboy, you know you missed the mark on this, right? Like, I just wanted to be alone with you and the kids somewhere on an island. Now, you got... Mary J. Blige coming downstairs and all these people that I probably gonna talk to once in my lifetime. And I just wanted a quiet birthday. Does she not have the right to express that? Yes. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Some like, oh, I feel like this situation with Jada, like people is digging deep and bringing up old stuff because. It's like just any situation, like like say you in a relationship, the relationship goes bad. At some point, you sit there and you start pointing out clues as to where shit started going bad. Because at first you're like, what the fuck? Like this came out of nowhere. But then when you sit back, you be like, yeah, that's when he started moving funny. Oh, yeah, that's when he started acting funny. Like you sit back and you replay these 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 moments in your head to figure out how you even got to this point because you have no idea. This is what people was doing. They sitting here, they trying to figure out how did Will get to this point. And this is how he got to this point. The birthday. He thought he was generally doing a good thing. Jada done convinced him, no, nigga, you did that shit for your ego. And he believed her. Because I don't think because Will generally believed that. I don't think he but Will was a fun-going person. She noticed about Will. Right. But that's that's So that's she had exactly, to know his heart was in the right place. Yeah. She, but that's the thing. That's why I say you can't just listen to the sound bite and just be like going off. Like they, what I'm saying is, is that yes, Will is a fun-loving person or whatever. But does that birthday party, as described in this episode of Red Table Talk, was some shit that fun-loving Will would have wanted for his birthday? But it's not about you. It's my birthday. But what he, but the way he described how he went about it, like, oh, I thought I was gonna bring her up out of this midlife crisis, and like he really was in, like, yo, my wife not feeling good. She, she, she's sad. She's going through something. Maybe if I throw this party, Mary J. Blige, you know, uplift her, get up out of this. I really felt like that's how he felt in that moment. Nobody's saying that that's not how he felt. But the thing is, is does she not have the right to say? Yes, but I think it's more than she voiced her opinion. I believe she somehow convinced the will that what he did was wrong. And I don't think it was wrong. So, again, now, okay. Look. If you thought like, but that's the thing, like, 
So if you throw me a party that is not for me, like even though your intentions are good, like that's the thing. Like she never came from like extra hard. That's why I say you can just listen to the sound. Like you have to. She never came from extra hard. Like, but if what? I listen to the sound. I said you can't just listen to the sound. Like you have to watch the episode in its entirety. Um, you throw a birthday party for me. That is clearly you throw me. I know you wouldn't do this, so don't even jump down my throat. You throw me some game and streaming ass birthday party, okay? Because right, I don't even know how you use that example. Okay. You can't, you know why? Because I wouldn't throw. I know, like you said, I know you. I know you just like me. We don't like to be in the limelight. I don't want all the attention on me, and that's how you is. So I wouldn't throw you a party where all the attention's on you. But that's literally what he did. Right. Because, because they're not the same in that way. Right. Like Will is a hey, I mean exactly. And Jada's not. And he literally threw her a hey, party, but she just wanted Trying to, to get her up out a rut. But that's the thing. So okay, so that is the frustrating part about I think being a wife because you do that. Like I will sit up there and I will tell you that I need X, Y, and Z, and you will say, "I right, check it," and do something totally different. Like these, not just here. What I said, I needed. So, like, am I just supposed to just not bring that to your attention? Yes, but still, I just, I feel like she somehow convinced him that what he did was wrong. But, okay, that's not the only thing, though. Let's keep going along. The whole August Alcina thing. Like, was that not humiliating for Will to sit there and listen to that? And now this nigga about to write a tell-all book? So, here's the thing. First of all. not all, So, he got to live through this shit twice? First of all, because of us, like, that's the thing. I felt bad for Will when he had to bring himself to the red table and they had to discuss it because you could see the hurt on his face. However, I ain't feel that bad for Will because him and Jada both said they both had some entanglement. Will didn't speak on his though, but he so, didn't but go the, into no detail. No, this is oh, so. So this is why Will didn't have to speak on his. Jada picked the wrong one. First of all, he oh he's the same age as your son. He he was right. So the, let's get into that real quick though. Hold on, he's the same age as your son. So this is like this is my problem with that situation. If that had been Will. They in like nobody's discounting that. I right, everybody so, right. That. He definitely would have been canceled at that point. So, but my thing is that so August was the same age as her son. Her son's friend always at the house. Clearly, because like I said, I'm a regular um Red Table Talk viewer. August Alcina was on Red Table Talk before all of this even came about talking about how much Jada meant to him, how much the Smith family meant to him, like how they helped him through some dark moments. The thing with August Alcina is that 
little dude is clearly having a mental break. And so she picked the wrong one. The only reason that Will has not had to sit up there and have the conversation that Jada had with him is because apparently he is dealing with grown-ass women that know what it is. She just picked the wrong one. But their marriage is apparently open because they both said Jada came from an unconventional background. Jada even said, which is another clip that everyone is digging up, that she didn't want to get married. She. So how you get married then if you ain't want to get married? Because her mama talks her into it. And hell, I have been. Okay. She did Y'all not crazy. want. Ain't about to talk me into shit. I know we Michelle ain't about to talk me into not a I, damn thing. I, I know we ain't finna talk about. <laughs> marriages that shouldn't happen okay oh i ain't say none so, shouldn't happen so I'm i definitely saying, got some that shouldn't happen but i'm just saying nobody like, talking into nothing though but your damn <laughs> you said your daddy said it was cheaper to keep don't worry about it uh, right that wasn't no but still you shotgun like, wedding though like <laughs> okay all right um because <sighs> Yeah, we'll talk about that one. Uh, but my thing is, is that they have an unconventional marriage. And the only reason that they've had to bring their marriage to the public eyes, because like I said, Jada picked the wrong one to have her entanglement with. Like he is an unstable little boy. Um, because right after he, you know, went, all loose lips about Jada, he went completely in on Kiki Palmer, all because somebody, like, there was a picture posted on some website of him and her together, and somebody said something to the likings of, ooh, so that's your new boo, and she was like, nah, that's not my man, we just friends, and this nigga blacked out on her, okay, so Jada picked the wrong one. Otherwise, within that marriage, she didn't do anything differently than apparently Will is doing. It's just that he chose some mentally stable people that know what it is. That know that, yeah, he has his funds and does his shits and giggles with you, but at the end of the day, he's going to go back to Jada. Just like Ronnie DeVoe and Shamari DeVoe. They had an open marriage at one point and nobody knew anything about it being an open marriage until they told us. And we like there have been rumors about Will and Dwayne and Tisha and Jada and and the like and what they do and what they don't do and Lisa Raiden had her words to say because Dwayne messed up her her relationship. So there's always been rumors, but they didn't have to come and sit at nobody's red table until August. I seen they had a mental breakdown. Well. With that being said, she's still wrong for fucking with a little nigga. That was her son's age. When you mix business with pleasure, it never ends well. Uh, with that being said, though, no matter what was said here, Will Smith, Will is still suspended for 10 years. Will still smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. And Chris Rock's still a coon-ass nigga. Uh, 
we thank you for hanging out with the Saunders family. Uh, hope you enjoyed our uncensored opinions, uncensored comments. Uh, it's all in just good topic and discussion. Don't take everything literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. So come back next week for another episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. We hope you enjoy. We love you guys and uh, have a great week. Thank you.